Welcome back to Classroom Chats with Crystal for this special episode of Publishing an Education Trade Book. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your preferred platform or join the Facebook group Classroom Chats so that you can stay updated on the podcast as well as resources associated with the episodes discussed um, here at Classroom Chats. So this episode was inspired uh, by a group of writers um, who are seeking to publish. So I have a very unique uh, journey when it comes to publishing uh, my first book, Connecting with Students. It was published by uh, Rowan and Littlefield, which is an education um, imprint. And the way that I went about publishing was a bit different. I didn't self-publish and a lot of the questions that I usually get surround how did I do it and how much did it cost me? Many people are actually shocked when I say maybe it cost me $10 and some time. And the only reason that it cost $10 is because the publisher wanted a copy of uh, the book itself. So I had to go to Staples so I didn't use my own ink, print out a complete copy and mail it in. Yes, it was in 2013 and we were very much into the digital age, but according to the contract, I had to supply a digital copy as well as a hard copy. So maybe this entire publishing journey cost me $10 to print out the manuscript. And in the moment, I'm gonna talk about one step that required a a nominal fee. So let's get started. Um, I'll first say that I started the unconventional way. If you take a look at research on how to publish a book and how to query um, a publisher or even an agent, oftentimes they tell you to um, either have a sample ready or a proposal on the outline for your book itself. I decided that I would just go ahead and write the book. I had enough motivation to do so, um, and I knew that it was something that I wanted um, to be out in the world. So regardless of whether or not I was going to, I guess, acquire a publisher the traditional route, it was going to be published. So I went ahead and I wrote the entire book. After I wrote the book, which took me probably about two months or so, where every day during the summer, I would write for a few pages at a time. And after about two or three months of writing, editing, revising, um, I decided that it was ready to go out. I will tell you that one of my major motivations is that I uh, started to put in proposals uh, to speak. And when the proposals began to be accepted, of course, my husband, who thinks that he's my original agent, said, hey, are you finished with your book? With that in mind, I said, well, you know what? I, I better get started um, in, in regard to, you know, wrapping it up. Because, you know, as a writer, we start, we stop, we start, we stop. Um, sometimes our motivation um, becomes a bit quiet. But nevertheless, I went ahead and I finished the book um, because I knew that I had speaking engagements coming up and I wanted to, to get it well underway. Once I finished the book, Um, I went ahead and I researched different publishers for the industry and I read guidelines for submitting the manuscript. So every publisher uh, has particular guidelines. Some publishers accept manuscripts that are uh, agent free and some of them only accept uh, manuscripts that come from agents because they have those working relationships with them. I took a look at the books that I typically read in um, my industry, which is education, the ones that really produce the works that I very much respect, and I researched their uh, manuscript guidelines. 
what I went ahead and did also, um, which is something you're going to want to think about because before deciding that I would get an agent, I went ahead and I started to create the proposals based off the guidelines for those uh, publishers that took independent manuscripts. Uh, I went ahead and I did the, the work and I started to submit my, uh, I started to submit my manuscript that did come back full circle when I decided that I would go ahead and I would get an agent. Um, what I did in order to get an agent is I registered for the writer's market for uh, 30 days. At the time, registering for the writer's market was about $7.99 and it was online because I wanted something um, that was fairly quick. Um, if you decide to go this route and just so you know, um, the writer's market just gives you a pretty much a directory of agents, publishers, and all things you need to know in order to become published, um, with your manuscripts and your work. Um, with that in mind, now the writer's market has been recently sold to, I believe Penguin, um, a random house one of those publishers. So they're in the process of modifying the way that they produce the writer's market in the directory of information. So for the writer's market 2020, if you want a copy of that, you'll have to go to Amazon. You can still Google to verify what I just said because they said they're updating the website. Maybe it'll come back online um, very soon. Uh, they're probably working things out. But the 99th edition of the writer's market, which is 2020, um, as they titled it, the most trusted guide to get them published. Um, you can buy it on Amazon, the 2020 version. Granted, I, I used online because online was something that was uh, very up to date. Okay, so when it comes to hard copy, it might be, uh, hopefully not because it's 2020, but it is June and things happen. And so different people may not be available. Um, our different publishers may have stopped taking manuscripts, whatever the case may be. Just know that this is the hard copy. In order to get the hard copy, you can order it from Amazon. If you have Prime, they're delivering it next day at about $21.49. And of course, you'll need to pay taxes. Um, if you want an electronic version, um, you can get it on Kindle for $16.49. Um, and once again, the writer's market just gives you a directory of a directory of information for the different publishers as well as agents. If you decide to go the agent route, the agent really does a lot of the legwork for you. Um, after submitting my manuscript independently, I decided, you know what, why not try and get an agent? I had, I, I was reading a lot of things and sometimes as a writer, you get a little discouraged because they, th they say things like, oh, it'll take over a year. Oh, it'll take sometimes two years, three years to get an agent. So it's something that, you know, I didn't want to wait for, <laughs> but after going, after submitting my work, um, I waited a few days and I got onto writer's market. I looked up agents that work specifically with, um, education trade books. Once I found three different agents that I thought um, would be able to help me in this journey, I went ahead and I sent them an email um, through the contact information provided from the writer's market. And um, I let them know, I, I used a, a simple query. And once I sent it out, 
I probably got responses from two of them saying that they were no longer accepting um, new clients, but after reading my sample, which I attached, that they thought that it would be something that would sell, okay? So the third individual wrote back um, that same day and said, hey, um, I really love your sample. This is something that I think will sell. Um, are you interested in moving forward with the agent author contract? So I researched, I did my research on the company. I took a look at the clients that he currently had and the works that they were, the works that they had published. And I decided that that agent was for me. And we went ahead and we signed the agent author contract. When it comes down to the agent author contract and all these smaller details, um, if you want information on that, just go ahead and send me a message through the Anchor platform and we'll think about a way that um, I can structure either another podcast or a live chat about um, the very the specifics of the agent author contract and the other contracts that will come up in this talk. Once I signed the agent author contract, one thing that he did let me know um, is that he wanted me to change the point of view. And of course, as we know, writing is very personal. Um, you know, it's our baby and it takes a minute to kind of, you know, step aside, step, step aside and take some of that feedback that the point of view needed to be changed. Um, when it comes down to the point of view, it's personal because it was selected intentionally. And I was a bit stubborn where I'm like, no, I'm not sure I want to do that. Um, however, in the process of getting that feedback from him, I received an email from ASCD. So if you're in education, you will know that ASCD is one of the largest publishers of education books. Um, and to even get an email response from this publisher was just amazing that you need to, re you need to expect, um, to get rejections and you need, and if you are lucky enough to get feedback, um, you're in a good spot. So I received the email from ASCD and they said, look, we received your manuscript. This was before I secured an agent. Because once you get your agent, you're not allowed to really negotiate on your own. Um, the agent author contracts restrict you in certain rights because at that point, they're working for you, okay? And they take a bit of the commission or the royalties as we would call it. So I received this email that said, hey, we want to talk to you about the manuscript you submitted. And I said, oh my God, if they want to talk to me, this is good news. Um, granted, it wasn't like a blanket, hey, let's go ahead and send you out a contract. But what I will say is that just if an editor wants to talk to you, that is one of the most valuable pieces of feedback that you'll ever receive. So I scheduled a phone call with the editor and she was so very helpful. Um, she pretty much echoed what my agent said, where they wanted me to change the point of view, but they gave me a little bit more insight as to why they wanted me to change the point of view. And they wanted me to kind of re restructure the work itself. So as a you know practitioner, um, I did a lot of research in education. So and as a teacher, I know how it is to go through different trade books on education. And it's just so heavy with research. So what I wanted to do was to structure the book where research was in one section and then the rest of the book with all of the strategies and recommendations came after. So that if a teacher wanted to read the research, he or she could, um, but 
if they knew that this particular topic was important to them and they didn't necessarily want to dive into the research, they could just move directly into the strategy so that they can implement those things right away. One thing that the editor gave me feedback on is changing the point of view and then also changing that structure because she said it read very much like a research study. She said it was well written, but it just reads like a research study. So they like it, they'll like it if I take the research and spread it out throughout the book in like little bits and pieces. Very great advice. Um, I was so thankful. They said once I made those changes to go ahead and resubmit it. Um, and at the time I, and at the time I had every intention of resubmitting it. And I was so thankful for the feedback that I received from ASCD. Um, however, I went ahead and I made the edits that my uh, agent as well as the editor have recommended. And I sent it back to my agent. Once I sent it back to my agent, I didn't have enough time to really contact ASCD um, or even to petition for him to contact ASCD because as soon as he got it, which probably was a, a two week window, he went ahead and he submitted it to the publishers that he, I guess, has relationships with. Um, once he submitted it, once he submitted it, I, I received a response um, within three or four days um, indicating that they were that, that they were interested in purchasing the manuscript and that he'll be sending over a contract. Super exciting moment because we hear a lot of horror stories about never being published or um, writing, I don't know, 17 books before someone wants to pick up um, your work. Um, in this case, it was my very first uh, book with one edit. Um, I was able to get an agent in a day and he was able to sell it after a two week period or so. Very, very, very different. Um, one thing that I will say about the aftermath of this, once we uh, went ahead and entered this contract with the publisher, there are a lot of steps that come after that. And those steps, if you're interested in them, go ahead and shoot me a message um, and I'll think about whether or not I'll do another podcast or just a live chat on what happens once your manuscript is accepted um, by the publisher by way of your agent. One thing that I want to remind you of is really just to expect rejections and expect to revise. Um, when it comes down to your work, it's a little hard to get feedback, <laughs> um, especially feedback that is not exactly what you had expected. I would say that I received probably two different reviews from the independent, from the independent, sub, independent submissions that um, I put forth because I only queried three of them and I received feedback on two of them. Um, one, they said they weren't, they were no longer accepting, but two, they actually read and they sent feedback. Of course, the one was good and one was not as good. Initially, what occurred is the one that um, decided not to pick me up, <clears throat> the in-house editors, they loved the work. They thought it was going to be very promising and they just wanted to send it out to a few independent reviewers. However, there's one reviewer that came back uh, with a negative perspective on the work. And as a result of it, they withdrew their interest. Um, luckily though, for me, there were others that were still interested. Um, I just needed to make those slight changes um, and revisions with my point of view, as well as spreading the research throughout the book itself. 
Um, so what I want to say is just really just ex expect those rejections, but don't allow them to really, um, break you down and to, to stop the process because, um, with any work, there are going to be, there are going to be people who love the work, like the work, hate the work, don't understand why you wrote the work and that's all okay. They're entitled to those opinions and viewpoints. Um, you just need to be uh, ready for them. Um, another thing is that you want to expect to, uh, revise because, uh, I'm a little stubborn and it's not that I didn't think that I had to revise, but after writing this, um, I'm one of those writers that edit and revise, um, as I write. So I know that I had spent quite a bit of time, um, just refining my thoughts and my processes and the strategies that I wanted to put forth. And then I get this message that says, Hey, you need to revise. I am a believer that all things should be confirmed by two or three. So once I spoke to that ASCD, once I spoke to the ACD editor and they gave the same feedback as well as, you know, my self-appointed, uh, agent, my husband, um, he went ahead and echoed what they said as well. I said, okay, Crystal, let's go ahead and revise. Um, it reminded me of one of my, um, writing professors where she would say there is no writing except for rewriting. And I do know that well-known writers, they rewrite and rewrite and rewrite. So that is the process, um, in a nutshell on how I secured, um, the publishing, uh, route, the traditional publishing route. Um, particularly this book is, this book is a trade book, which means it's a non, it's nonfiction and it's in relation to, um, my career, a particular field. So it's an education book. So when it comes down to trade books, typically people have more success publishing those books because they have the background and the experiences in that field that really provides authentic insight and information. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Um, when it comes down to publishing a fiction book, the process is very similar uh, with the exception of they do recommend you write a few sample chapters versus the entire book. Um, but you also can go the unconventional way and write the entire book if you like. Um, because what secured the agent as well as the publisher was number one, the fact that my work was complete. And number two, they really were able to see the complete scope of work in my writing um, on display. So if you want to get into the nitty gritty, I just go a little deeper about what happens next. Go ahead and send me a message um, on Anchor and we will look into how the next part of this chat will go. Thank you for spending time with me here on Classroom Chats with Crystal.